Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. So, I'd like to welcome former president Phil Dixon to the Cobra Cast. He's a former president, former coach, former player of Sandown. If there's a man, if there was a position to be filled, Phil filled it. So, thank you for joining us, Phil. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to um, join you guys in this uh, unique podcast. Yes, oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so we'll get straight into it. We'll uh, modify some of our questions. Obviously, they're mainly for players. But uh, yeah, so how long? Well, how long was your playing career as a footballer? As a footballer, I think I played from no, I don't think I know. I played from under tens till I was thirty-three years old. 33. So without a break. <laughs> yeah, and then and then, and then I had a uh, a few years. comebacks with Sandown. I played a couple of um, games with uh, the old guys um, playing Super Rules at um, Bayside, I think it was, or something like that. So yeah, I um, played my last game two years ago, three years ago in the two. in the twos. Twos, yeah. Yeah. Two years ago? Yeah. Two years ago. And that um, in the last game in the twos, yeah, tore a hamstring and that was when I said, yeah, this is really it. <laughs> oh, so you tore your hammy that game as well? Yeah. As well as Ange doing his knee? No, no, no. No, that was the year before when oh. Ange and I yeah. played together. Yeah, okay. The year after I played. Yep, yep. When Fat was coaching the twos. Ah, okay, yep. So, and we played the last game at home. Ah, that's right. Yes. So, uh, yeah, tore a hamstring in that game and uh, that was when I decided, yeah, the body really cannot put up with the rigours of football. Yep, that's fair enough. <laughs> and so what? when did you first come down to Sandown? What year was um, that? It'd be when Dicko went down there, and I, I'm not sure of the actual year, but um, it might have been poor, 2008 or something like that. When he went down there, I, I've always been at the football when Dicko's played from when he was uh, playing Auskick. So I was, uh, I took up an Auskick coach. Yep. When he got interest in football and then he um, became part of Northvale and I was the runner for from under nines for his sides until he went to under 19s at Clayton. So I was the runner for every year that he played football 
in that time. And then um, he had a year out because he went to Mazenod briefly, tore a, tore a uh, quad or something and was out for the year. And then a year later, he turned up at um, Sandown. So always interested in my kids, follow them everywhere. So he went to Sandown, so did I. Yep, and you what, started out helping out as the runner again at Sandown and then... Oh, no, just the spectators to start with, but um, more than willing to help out um, match day doing goal umpire, runner, timekeeper, all that type of stuff just uh, for the first couple of years because it was a pretty well-run club back then and they had a lot of volunteers. But, um, yeah, got more involved as, uh, I, I don't know, when was it? I was still just spectating, but BP was general manager, not president, and Mick was in his first year of coaching and I watched Matt play in the seconds and the seconds played in the finals and I just watched that seconds game in the finals where they lost and just thought, you know, a couple of moves here and there, they could have won that. And um, so I threw my hat in the ring to be coach of the twos. And fortunately or unfortunately, depends how you look at it, um, they accepted... uh, my application and I was made coach of the uh, seconds or the reserves at um, Sandown Cobras, something I'm very proud of to have having done that in 2011. So that was uh, my first official um, role at Sandown. Yep. And that was uh, quite a successful tenure. I unfortunately didn't win the, the ultimate prize, but uh, no, had, had no. Had two home and away, seasons. really good. <laughs> yeah, just uh, couldn't deliver in finals, unfortunately. I um, yeah, still eludes me why we couldn't. But um, yeah, I could make a lot of excuses, um, injuries and unavailabilities and things like that. And just um, I don't know. Anyway, we move on. All right. All right, so who has been the best player you've played alongside and then who's the best player you've coached? Best player I've played alongside? Um, I played alongside Darren Mullane, but he was the guy with the most ability that I've ever seen. But the best player I've played alongside was probably David Wen, a ruckman. Um, very old school ruckman and uh, yeah, just he was one of those guys who always looked after everyone who was smaller than he was, which was basically everyone in the team. <laughs> and uh, I remember a day we were playing Oakley when I was playing at Dandenong and um, he just went at everyone and there was a guy who gave me a backhander and uh, when he just cleaned him up and... He was just the ultimate team man and would do anything for all the players on the field on his side and he would hurt anyone else. That sounds like a good guy to play alongside. Oh, yeah. So what, what clubs did you play at, Phil, in your day? I played at uh, Emmanuel in the Southern Churches Football League 
I played 220 games there. I played uh, three years at Dandenong in the um, VFA. And then I went back to Emmanuel again. So I was uh, basically a two-club player as a, a senior player. I played um, my junior footy in the uh, was the Bentley Youth Club League, I think it was, way back then. So, yeah, long time ago. But uh, senior footy with Emmanuel and Danny Nong, and that was it. Did you have any uh, pre-game suspicions when you played? Suspicions? Or routine? Just a no. or routine, yeah. yeah. Um, for big games, I'd play, uh, <laughs> I'd play some music to listen to before I... Uh, and this is before the days of um, iPhones. Uh, and um, so I used to have to take... Uh, Ghetto box? A Walkman. <laughs> uh, basically a Walkman, so a CD. And um, the music I listened to to get me... Um, uh, well, I wouldn't say pumped up, but um, <laughs> to a certain level was Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Fanfare for the common man. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. I've never heard of that. Yeah, come Greg, you have to now, I reckon. <laughs> listen to it. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, so moving away from, from your football career, let's talk about your, your inspiration Yeah, let's, a bit. let's do that, yes. All right, so uh, your AFL team, do you support? Yeah, the Saints. And uh, favourite Saints player of all time? Robert Harvey. Robert Harvey, that's a good one. Uh, do you play any other sports? I played cricket when I was, uh, yeah, from probably 14 years old till I was about 20, 24, 25, something like that. I was, um, um, well, I would refer to myself as a tearaway fast bowler. Um, I used to open the bowling for the uh, Emmanuel again. So I played football and cricket for Emmanuel. As far as other sports, yeah, I played golf. Love golf. All right, and so who's the, uh, the biggest sporting hero outside of football? Any other sport, who's that? Biggest sporting hero? That's a good question. Probably back in the day, Greg Norman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was, I went and saw him a few times at the Masters at Huntingdale and he's just an unbelievable golfer. He's not that, he's not as tall as you think. I, he's not even six foot, I don't think. But um, some of the shots I saw him play when he was in trouble at uh, Huntingdale, I, I saw him at Huntingdale three or four times. And um, yeah, just amazing to watch him play and he could interact with the clap with the crowd as well. So, yeah, sporting hero of mine, absolutely. Now, if there was uh, a movie getting made on the, the life of Phil Dixon, who's the, who's the actor you want to play, young Phil Dixon? Oh, the, the young Phil Dixon, not the old Phil Dixon. Oh, we, want, we want to get the, uh, <laughs> the Twilight. Uh, Years, yeah, yeah, twilight years, yes. But you know the the uh, the highlights. Who who do you want playing? Who do I want playing? I'm going to think of actors now. Um, 
Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Fair enough. There you go. I haven't got the goatee, but um, yeah, he's uh, he's my type of guy. What are your secret talents, Phil? Secret talents? Yes, maybe anybody at the footy club might not know about. Well, um, a lot of people see me down... Well, since I've been down at the footy club, I've always turned up in um, business wear. Uh, I was a tradie way back. So, yeah, okay. Hold up. Hold up. What, what Wait a minute. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I started my I started my working career as a as an apprentice fitter and turner. Ah. So qualified as a toolmaker, and after um, six or seven years, just went yeah I can't work in a factory. <laughs> so got um, got a night school diploma in electronics and moved into the IT industry and there you go. There we go, learning Actually, never knew that. There you go. Um, a guilty pleasure TV show or movie. So when you're sitting there on a Sunday afternoon with the beautiful old first lady and you want to chuck on a film or a TV show that no one knows that you quite enjoy, is there one? <laughs> uh, is there one? Not really. No. Um, I, I, yeah, I still want to get back to Game of Thrones. Because I haven't watched it all. I've watched the first three series. That's it. Fair enough. It's not worth watching the no, last three, anyway. So. Three more series okay. than I have, so... Oh, there you go. Have you watched the Tiger King yet? I watched the first first episode of that and went, what the hell is this? Carol <laughs> uh, Baskin. Watch oh, it. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, well, you need to watch a couple more episodes before we can ask the next question then. So. Yeah, I, probably. <laughs> um. Uh, you got any? Uh, you a fan of any good conspiracy theories? What's your your favourite conspiracy theory? Um, I like the um, conspiracy theory about uh, Kennedy being shot. So I don't believe for a second it was Lee Harvey Oswald who shot Kennedy. No, I'm a fan of that one. So who do you? Who's your? Uh, Suspicions lie with uh, the mob. No, mine's CIA. Oh yeah. I say right now, Rifty. Uh, once we get uh, Phil's son Dicko on board, I'd love to sit in a room with them and discuss conspiracy theories. Correct? I'd have two very different opinions on a lot of things. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, Absolutely. Is Dicko the reason you like to debunk conspiracy theories? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it makes sense. Could be a little bit of that, but um, no, no, we have robust discussions. Well, yeah. I can imagine you would. <laughs> he is uh, somewhat opinionated and um, 
I don't often um, bend over to those opinions. One sporting event you'd lo- love to go to, so I'm guessing maybe the Masters. Yeah, the, well, I can't, I can't get it down to one. I'd love to go to a Super Bowl, and I'd love to go to the Masters. Yes. Yeah. So between those two, either one of those would make make my uh, year life even um, sensational to be at either of those. It's, um, so obviously, so yes. no, go ahead. Was obviously, uh, I was thinking about you were the president before Rifty took over. What was your, you know, um, what you feel was your biggest achievement when you were president of the Sandown Cobras? I think, um, I think when I took over from uh, Zane, it was, we were in a lot of debt and we didn't have any sponsors. I think we had maybe three or four sponsors. I think uh, my, the thing I hang my hat on was bringing people onto the committee who could do the right things. So you two guys were on committee when I became president, I asked you to come on and do your roles. I got Powley on board as vice president. And I think the first year, the way we turned the club around, even though we didn't win on the ground, we turned the club around off field. We cleared a lot of debt and we got a lot more sponsors in the door because we were offering them something which we hadn't been doing before. We were just asking for people, for businesses to give us money without offering them anything back. So I think the biggest thing I can say as um, president of Sandown for two years is we turn it around from being a um, charity case to being a club that could offer something back to the community if they gave us something. So we became partners with businesses in the community and we became more a family club. We encouraged the girls to come down. We encouraged everyone to be there on Thursday nights. We got that first year, we got a lot of players back that had left. So I'm not saying that was me. I'm saying that was the whole committee that we put together at that time. So very happy that um, we were able to do that in the two years that I was there. And you and I have to say from what's happened this year, even though the times we're in right now where there is no football, you two guys have led this club magnificently. So you've just stepped up unbelievably. Like the, um, the campaign on Facebook, um, that you ran at Dog, amazing, just amazing. And it Thank gets you. the Sandown name out there. And there's a lot of people who know about Sandown now who had no idea who we were before. So to you two guys, I take my hat off and you have more than stepped into the role that um, was vacant when I left. And I was just the precursor to you guys. 
So very well done. We appreciate that, but we also <laughs> feel that um, your time at the helm was um, set us up quite easily to, uh, and we've, you know, things like what are going on this year. I think if we hadn't have been able to do what we did the last couple of years and clear all that debt and get us into this position, I think these times would be a lot tougher trying to, uh, you know, maintain a club that is in the, a lot of debt. So we, uh, we thank you for the work you did the last couple of years and, and sort of creating the focus of where the club needed to, to right some wrongs and um, not just keep trying to, you know, sign star players and do all these other things that most clubs are, or, you know, and what we've done in the past where we just keep trying to get money to pay players and keep trying to win on the field. I think this, this year has definitely um, gave us some reassurance that we did the right thing off the field to, uh, you know, that we'll come out of this all right and we won't be in a position where once the season starts we're, you know, that far behind money wise. So Yeah, I totally totally agree. You have to get your off field right before you can get your on field. So you need to know what you've got in the bank and what you, what you can afford. And we have a core group at our club who are just amazing with each other. And as we say, we're the Cobra family and anyone who buys into that will not leave. And they'll always be there for the club, whether they're, they're there weekly or not. It's like Macca. He's been away for a couple of years, but he's come back as a sponsor this year. He's, he's well on board. So people who've been in the Cobra family and, and embraced it will always be part of the Cobra family. So, and that's something that we need to continue. And it's something that I tried to do and you guys are carrying on. So... It's um, that's what it's all about, basically. And we uh, again, we thank you for for the last couple of years, and we thank you for joining us tonight in this. And it's pretty much we can wrap it up with that. I think you can't probably better better finish than that, mate. Well, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate um, you guys giving me the opportunity to uh, be a part of it. And uh, from the first lady and I. <laughs> Happy Easter to everyone. Yeah, same to you. Thanks, uh, Phil. Thanks, Gary. I must say, sorry, the ex-First Lady and ex-President. Ah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, Cheers, we'll... guys. Have a happy Easter. Yeah, you too, Thanks, mate. Phil. Thanks. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the President VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of the Towards Zero TAC campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for information. Because zero is the only acceptable number.